Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Welcome to another episode of All the Small Games. My name is Andrew Levins. I am Jonathan Valenzuela. This is a podcast all about indie video games, and we have uh, managed to play quite a few of them in the last fortnight, and I hope everyone listening to, to this has as well, because there have been some good, re- good releases. I feel like we spent a great deal of this year complaining about this, like, compared, compared to how incredible last year and the year before were in just, like, just constantly giving us... I feel like every week there was like a hot indie game that I was like, oh, definitely want to play that. For the most part, this year was uh, was pretty dire, but a bit of a drought. Yeah, there were, I mean, a couple of big titles like uh, the final chapter of Kentucky Route Zero, um, maybe one or two others in there that haven't caught, like aren't springing to my mind right now. But That's because they don't right, exist. This, like, <laughs> exactly. There have been no like big, exciting indie games for the most part. There's been a few nice surprises. I agree, Kentucky Route Zero is probably the biggest the biggest uh, indie release of the year. Maybe and I'd say few... that's that's just because it's been anticipated for so long. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, yeah. Th- th- yeah. Um, we know that there's a few on the horizon. Like, I, 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 the news dropped this week. We finally got a release date for What the Golf on, uh, on, on Switch. Switch. And like, nice. Yeah, it's, I think it's like a month or two away. Um, but it, that will that will mean it's all, it's been almost a year since it came out on Apple Arcade. And I know that like they're adding a two player experience for, for Switch, which is cool. But like, it just feels like the momentum is gone. But who knows? Maybe this will see like a, a new bunch of players loving this awesome game. Hopefully, I mean, I, it's it's one of those games that I'm like, everyone should play this. There's no there's no handicap in terms of like, oh, it's a very niche genre for the story or the controls are really difficult like this is a game that anyone can pick up and enjoy and i would say it's a good great deal easier for everyone to pick it up and enjoy on an apple device than it is a switch but we, we have a lot of android android pals who listen so um now's your chance android pals well even it's it's next to impossible to get a switch at the moment switch lights like, apparently that's the ticket i know and also it's it's kind of like toilet paper. Everyone bought up all the switches so they could sell them for inflated prices in the secondhand market. And so now there's like uh, people that are. There was an incredible thread on Twitter of uh, a guy. Basically, he contacted all the people in his area selling switches um, for an inflated prices on Facebook Marketplace and sent them all to the same place and then didn't oh, wow. go himself. Nice. And just like egged them on and like it's it's a it's a great. Great shit post, but um, I think there are a lot of people now that have bought up all the switches that um, I think stores are, uh, are restocked with them again. So yeah. there's le- less of a crazy demand, which is the way things should be. Sure. Um, really wish so- I'd bought Nintendo stock before all this kicked off. <laughs> the crazy one is uh, that Ring Fit Adventure is going for like $300. Damn. Uh, because it's just impossible to find anywhere. And I think like it's sold out at the warehouses and... They don't really have any plans to make more of it. Um, That's so, oh, you're you're sitting on a gold mine now that yeah, you've got a, Just Dance, a boring gold mine. Because yeah, Just Dance, yeah. it's it's the superior fitness uh, game on <laughs> on Switch. We all know that it has 
Rasputin by uh, by Boney M <laughs> and uh, Wii Fit Adventure has a fucking dragon. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, but the big the big name uh, indie game that came out since we last recorded, we talked it up in the last episode, was Streets of Rage Four. And, yeah. Uh, for, for the first time in a long, oh no, I suppose last week episode of all, we'd both played Good Job. Um, That's true. Yeah. Actually, uh, Archie and I finished that on Monday. Okay. Um, yeah. Good, good get- job. It gets, it it get- gets pre- pretty t- difficult. There's there's a lot of. Okay. Uh, that, I mean, I, I guess if you if you're playing it on your own and you get in the zone, the difficulty comes in like trying to figure out what they want you to do in each level. Um, good job is a is a um, game that was developed by Paladin Studios and published by Nintendo. It's a game in which you and up to one other player. Um, kind of like break your way through multiple levels of an office building. You're essentially making your way up to the top and there's a cute ending where you're kind of accepted as part of the staff after doing good jobs on each of the levels. Um, but there's lots of things for you to break in this level and it's it's more about doing it as quickly as possible. I learned that it doesn't really matter how much shit you break so long as you get through the levels quickly. Okay. So uh, you should, you should uh, maybe go back to this game with that in mind because it is... The the fun comes from just breaking as much stuff as possible, and there's there's some stuff later. Like there are some levels where, like you're operating forklifts, and um, what was oh yeah, the, the absolute most brilliant level in this is you you have to put up, I think it's like forty um, works of art on walls, and it okay. is so it is so easy to walk on it, and they crack and smash everywhere, or like you like walk into something with it and just like that doing that with Archie we, we both broke so much and it was just funny um oh right it, but it yeah. never it never renders you unable to finish the level does it uh no never okay you can you just you just put up increasingly more jagged and broken artworks onto the wall <laughs> <laughs> eh that's modern art um, the most frustrating um, stuff in this game, I did have to reset a few levels because like a forklift would get stuck in an ele- elevator or in just like a weird dead zone or I wouldn't be able to move something from somewhere and I just have to reset the level, which was frustrating. Um, that's, but there's some... that's, that's the issue I ran into. I got up to a level where you had to use a forklift to move a pallet of something from one place to the other. And somehow the pallet got flipped on its side and I could just not, for the life of me, get it to flip back down the proper way. So I was like, yeah. oh, fuck it. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, bit, where I, that's where I put it down. It's definitely like a physics kind of, you know, fuck around kind of game. Like, you know, in the same ilk as like Human Fall Flat or Goat Simulator, except there's kind of more of more of a point to this game. There is a very yeah. easy kind of level structure. Um, not... I think the only reason I would replay any of this is just, you know, picking and choosing a few certain levels just to play for laughs or even just to treat it as a sandbox now that I've finished everything and seen the ending, just like, you know, going through it and and, and bulldozing everything. There's like a bunch of like hats and collectibles to go through and collect if you are a real diehard about it, but I don't really care about my like nondescript, you know, uh, you know, one colored human figure wearing a different color hat. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't really make me that excited. Well, um, but it was, it was ty- a really fun. Typhoon, hopefully, Typhoon Studios listened to last week's episode and they introduce or last episode and they introduce a mode where you just have to cause as much destruction as possible in a short Who amount of Typhoon time. Typhoon Studios, you just Typhoon. Paladin. Oh wait, Paladin, Paladin Studios. Paladin. What's what, what, Typhoon? That sounds good. Has someone uh, trademarked that yet? No, I think Typhoon Typhoon Studios are the guys that made. Uh, maybe Streets of Rage. <laughs> um, yeah, that's isn't that .emu or maybe they're the publisher. It could be .emu. God damn it! Typhoon Studios have made something. <laughs> no, they made. Sorry, they made um, Journey to a Savage Planet. Oh, okay, I tweeted, right, about, it. I tweeted about it this afternoon. And it's still on my brain. You got Typhoon on the brand, but yeah, good job. Definitely one to play with another person, especially someone you know. Maybe it's 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 a it's a child or a partner who has. I mean, Archie's entryway into games is Untitled Goose Game, Animal Crossing, so he knows how to navigate a 3D space from, like, the mm-hmm. isometric view really well, and this plays into that really well, except this is a lot more about, like, grabbing things. And I was really impressed with how much, he, you know, he's only six, and he was able to do a lot of the tasks. You know, we, 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 it was probably every every room I would do three quarters of the job, and he'd do at least a quarter. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, and it was it's really fun being able to be, like, divvy up the tasks with a partner and, and, and do that. Um, it'd be a game that you would fly through if you were doing it with uh, with someone. You know, if you and I were doing it together, we'd probably get through it in a, in 
in half an afternoon. A half sure. afternoon. Um, but uh, it'd be a fun one to play Wasted on a stream or something like that. So, you know, I, chalk that down. I was going to... I was going to say, either with a kid or a drunk adult. Yes. <laughs> um, um, we Also on the same day, though, we finished, um, uh, finally finished uh, for the second time, but his first time, uh, Donut County. Archie, oh, wow. Uh, okay. Archie had played through the entirety of that, but couldn't get past the boss, the final boss. Because it, it is a, there's a weird difficulty spike with that boss. Yeah. There's like, it's a lot, a lot more timing base. You know, it's hard. It's not really like a punishing boss if you've played video games before, but to someone who's sure. played this mostly leisure, leisurely kind of like fun puzzle game, it suddenly becomes a lot more like a lot more stressful and you have a, a very small window of time to defeat this boss, you know, and you haven't had to defeat anybody up until that point yet. Um, yeah. But yeah, he finished it. So finishing two games in one day, he was very a very happy kid on Monday afternoon. Hell yeah. Good on, good on you, Archie. Good on you, Donut County. That's a, that's a joy to play. I, I, that is a game that I would like to play on Switch, actually. I, even though, like, you know, I, I was like, oh, why would, I want, why would anyone want to play what, the Golf again when you've got it on your mobile device? I, I think that would be really fun to control with, uh, with Joy-Cons. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I should, I should dive back and revisit. But anyway, enough about those games. I was about to talk about uh, Streets of Rage 4. Uh, it's a game Hell that both yeah. John, John and I have been playing over the last couple of weeks. You, you've finished it, right? Damn straight I have. Um, it's available on PS4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and Windows, aka Steam. Uh, it was developed by Dot Emu, Lizard Cube, and Guard Crush Games. Um, and uh, yeah, Dot Emu previously responsible for um, one of the launch titles uh, on the Switch, and I always forget its full name, so I'm going to look it up very quickly. Um, it is Wonder Boy: The Dragon's Trap. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's which right. Which was the remake of the Master System game with gorgeous animation, uh, and they also yeah. did Win- Windjammers too. Um, they are, I think they are, f- they are from they're France. F- yeah, they're from French. They're from Paris, Paris. Yeah, French studio. I think a couple um, of French studios worked on this. And they are just like when it comes to beautifully animated games, especially fighting games. And they've gone. They did Double Dragon trilogy a few years ago as well. Um, they, uh, they just, the, the animation, it's not quite sprites. It's not quite hand drawn. It's somewhere in between. Um, it just flows so well. And I've been playing another brawler that came out this week. Uh, that is a throwback to the NES era. Um, and, uh, this just runs circles around it in terms of like it feeling like a, a throwback game with enough, like it really uses the, all the buttons really cleverly. Like I love that there is um, when you hit one of the shoulder buttons, there's a um, uh, you you can attack someone attacking you from behind. Oh right! I just thought you you moved your stick in the other direction and hit punch, and it would do an automatic reverse attack. I think yeah, there is that, or you can if if you like being a bit more kind of like trigger hand uh, trigger happy like me. Uh, Fair do. You can just uh, slap that button, and you uh, and you can do it. I don't know. I, I like using as many buttons as possible. It makes me feel. Like I'm, I'm doing more in the game. Otherwise, you're just hitting yeah. the same button over and over again. It is very like, it's like an easy game to learn the basics of, but like, it's it's a pretty difficult game. I'm, I'm, yeah. So I want to know about you finishing it because there are a lot of um, kind of perks they can they offer you after you've like died. You can like do the level again, but with like three times the hearts. However, it, it's like don't even worry about your score if you just want to get through the game. Here's like a bunch of things we can make it give you to make it easier. I never took advantage of those perks, right? Because um, I think you you basically like you have three lives, I think, and then once those lives are gone, it just you have to restart the level. Yeah, and Lord knows, I get, had. You can get and, more more lives if by getting certain amounts of points throughout each game. Yeah, each level. yeah, and it was always yeah. it was always nerve wracking to be like I'm I'm almost out of health, but I'm one thousand points away from from getting an extra life, which will really help me in this boss battle. Yeah, um, I yeah I never I never took any of those perks. Um, they do give you ratings at the end of each level, which you know we've discussed on here many times. I just kind of don't care about those. So really, I should have been ignoring the score, but I, I still didn't decide to take any of these perks. I decided to do it straight up. Um, although cumulatively, over all your playing, you do unlock um, like the the retro sprite versions oh, cool. of certain characters. That's great. 
Because after, I, I don't know if you noticed, after every level, there's like a little bar that builds up based on your score. Right. And there's three three little markers towards the end of it. And like, I I got to the first of those markers and it was like, you have unlocked Axel Retro Sprite. And I was like, cool. <laughs> but I I finished the game. So, Yeah, thanks. that's fine. <laughs> um, but it was, for me, it was kind of like, it was learning, because you don't have, you don't really have a dodge move in this that's, game that, that's my one complaint god i wish there was yeah. a dodge button because there are it, some there are some uh like especially all, all the all the enemies that kick that like fly through the air and kick you you see them coming towards you and like yes you can move up and down in the 3d space and i guess you could get out of their way if you like immediately started walking out walking down or up but um i i just wish that there was a dodge button because i always just get taken out by by the kickers Oh, definitely. Or even a block button or something, because I'd be, like, attacking some other person, and then someone who can do kicks just would fly in out of nowhere and, and you know, smack me to the ground. Mm. Uh, but it was basically, it was, like you say, like, the you can walk up and down the screen. It kind of, like, once I twigged that that was the best strategy, like, I shouldn't just head straight on at the enemies, I should approach them from either up the screen or down the screen because that prevents them from like attacking me as I move up to them. Mm-hmm. Once I once I unlocked that as a playstyle, it just got so much easier. Like boss boss battles that I had a me- super hard time with, suddenly they became a whole lot easier because I was just maneuvering myself, attacking, getting out of there, waiting for them to finish their attack patterns, jumping back in, that kind of stuff. That's good to hear, man. Because I feel like you've had uh, not like not as much history with brawlers as uh, as, as me. No, definitely, def- absolutely not. So it was it was a pleasing epiphany That's to great. realize that the essentially. Like I I think the last boss battle I finished without losing any life, just because I was like, cool, I know how to do this now. Yeah, that's great. I actually find the bosses. I'm only up to level five, um, but the bosses. Uh, are, are, no, are definitely not the most difficult part of this game. I, I find getting <laughs> swarmed by smaller enemies is, uh, is is getting me down more. Oh yeah, it's it's super frustrating, or it was super frustrating in the first kind of few levels. Not not you know not having had the aforementioned epiphany, um, trying to just maintain enough health to take a proper run at the boss. Right, because because more often than not, I'd rock up to the boss with no lives left and half a health bar, and just be like. Well, this isn't going to go well. Um, who's who's your favorite character to use? Um, I or do you love, like flip it up heaps? I flip it up heaps. My, my two favorites are Blaze, um, who is one of the girls in the in the red. Uh, the like, original from the original, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blaze Fielding. She was in. She's been in all four of the Streets of Rage games. We should say that this is a uh, a franchise that existed on the Mega Drive and the Genesis, so you get the Sega, Sega platforms in the uh, first like four years of the nineties. Streets of Rage one, two, th- three, all came out uh, between ninety one and ninety four, and so there's been a hiatus since nineteen ninety four, and we have Streets of Rage four. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I play as Blaze, and then I also love um, the dude who um, I think his, his name is maybe Floyd. Um, and he he's like the dude with the big robot arms. Uh, I fucking hated Floyd. Oh man, I love he's, him. He's he, great. He's just he's like I love his mo- I love the move where he like picks up two people and fucking smacks them together in the air. He's slow, but he's though. just yeah. he's so slow. I and found I think, him I th- really really great in the um the second level in the police station because um it was way easier to kind of uh just like really really smash up the the shielded cops with him. Yeah, yeah. Those those were like those enemies frustrated me. I think the most out of enemy any enemies in the game because it's it was on a few of the characters you can't get through their shield through one kind of combo, and then they just smack you. And while you're waiting to kind of get back up, their shield regenerates to full health. Yes, totally. His that, attacks that, were more powerful. That police station. I love how it's kind of like it's a level that's in two halves. And the first half has just like an absolutely sizzling beat behind it. Oh man, the, that's going to be the, the song I end uh, this episode with. Excellent, I love that one. But then the second half of the the police level is like jazz. Yeah, I love that too. It's like it's, it's just like what? That's so that, weird. That's Why easily a... my my favorite level in in the game so far. Um, All right, yeah. You, you get you get locked up, 
and then you you bust out of your prison cell and you've got to take down other prisoners and cops. But if you wait and kind of hide the prisoners and the and the cops will kind of beat down each other and weaken each yeah. other and then you can just go in and finish them off. Um, it's just a really fun level. You have like those cops that have the tasers who I now hate, but when they're first introduced, it's a fun, a fun, yeah. uh, fun enemy to take down. Who is your favorite character? Who's your go-to? Um, I cannot remember their names, but I like the girl with the guitar on her back. Cherry. Cherry. Yep. And you unlock a fifth character a little later on. Uh, Eddie who, Skate who, Hunter. Yes, that guy. He is, he is great as well. That's great. Fantastic. Yeah. I think um, both of... Uh, mainly because both of them are, like, really agile characters who attack quickly and can move away quickly. Okay, I need to put some more time in with Cherry. Um, man, yeah. I, it's so much fun. I, it's unfortunately not the god tier <coughs> of, uh, of Scott Pilgrim. The was going to ask that. The Ubisoft uh, brawler that came out in... Um, god, I would have been... Is that, like, 2009? 2010, I think, yeah. Right, um, okay. Uh, but... It's unfortunately not. It, 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 it cuts close to that goodness, but I think the. I, I don't like that you don't upgrade your move set at any point. You don't get like un, unlockable moves. Uh, that's a big I, part of why I love brawlers so much. I agree. It was one one thing I felt was like, I'm just I, I same as you. I wish there was like, oh, I can use like I'm earning points that I can then put towards like, hey, my punch is a little stronger, or I've got yep. a cool new kick or a combo or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it, look, I, it's still so fun. It's like it oh, looks yeah. gorgeous. The animation is phenomenal. The enemy variation is really fun. The levels look great. I would love to play this with a second player, um, uh, just because like these games are just so built for that. Um, that's that's where playing playing Flo- was it Floyd or Lloyd Lloyd mm-hmm. playing Lloyd. I was like, this character would make sense if I was playing with a second player. Yeah, and so I could just like. Second player playing one of the faster characters, helping to clean up stuff, and Lloyd just coming in and fucking tanking everything else. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's so good. It's so good, and the music rules. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be a game that I'll finish this year. Uh, now that I've finished two games this year, wow! Hell yeah! Good job done. I guess do I get to count Donut County again? Even though I only finished the boss level, and I already finished that last year. We're gonna have to go to the ref. We're gonna have to go to the referee with this one. You're the referee. Uh, <laughs> ye- this is the first time Archie finished it. Yeah, give it to him. It Don't counts. Give it to me. Yeah, yeah, it, sure. it counts. Okay, great, fantastic. I'll, I'll, I'll give it. Um, um, so yeah, I, I would definitely recommend uh, Streets of Rage Four to anyone who is interested in the brawler genre. It's a great starting one. It looks excellent. It doesn't feel like a hideously dated game. It is really challenging, and you, it is you know if you're if you're used to like a um, Sekiro or um, or Dark Souls game where you're used to like getting pummeled by enemies and rising up using only the, the moves that you've had from the beginning, um, then definitely uh, give this one a shot. Uh, it's it, it's it's just a very well polished game. .emu are an excellent yeah. studio for that. Um, I mean, and, we've uh, been we've been anticipating this one for a while as well. Like it's had a a long build up to it. Yeah. So the other brawler that I've been playing, and I talked about this on HeyFam this week already. So I won't try. I'll try not to repeat all the things that I mentioned on HeyFam. But uh, I've been playing Jay and Silent Bob Mall Brawl, um, which is. So there's a there's an upcoming Jay and Silent Bob brawler um, called Jay and Silent Bob Chronic Blunt Punch. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, uh, which is like a more modernized animated uh, brawler. It looks actually looks like the art style is awful, um, but as that was a Kickstarter game, and one of the goals they hit was they were going to release a retro NES style um, brawler, um, and that's what this is. So uh, I don't know how far away Chronic Blunt Punch is, but um, Limited Run Games have actually released a physical NES cartridge of Mall Brawl, which is really cool. Um, and this game feels, looks, um, plays just like a classic NES game. Uh, you can play as either Jay or Silent Brob. The coolest thing about this game is that when you hit the um, the R trigger, you can tag in or out of either character. And so you can play until like you have two... Um, two bits of health left on Jay and, you know, you're, you're two hits away from dying and then just switch in and you have full health Bob. And then while you're playing as Bob, Jay's health is slowly regenerating. 
um, which I think is a really fun mechanic for, for instead of lives, I guess. You, oh, I, yeah. So if you don't make it through a level, you have to have to restart it. But there's no, there doesn't seem to be like a life count. Um, right. It's uh, the difficulty comes from them just going, no, this is a NES game. So like, you have a, a kick button, a punch button. Nothing really changes the way you kick or punch. You can jump and kick at the same time. Those kind of things. Uh, both. Both Jay and Silent Bob, I think Jay has like a kicking combo move and, and Silent Bob has a punching combo move, which is fun to get, but I wish it was, I wish you were able to trigger it with buttons instead you have to like chain combos and then you get stars and then you use the star to use it. I don't know, it's, it's unnecessarily complicated um, and doesn't right. really explain how, how the system works. But uh, like you die in this game because like... It's just it, it is a slave to what an old NES game used to be. There's no there's no button like in uh, in Streets of Rage Four where you can punch someone who's attacking you from behind. If someone starts attacking you from behind, you just have to get the fuck out of there and get behind both enemies, or else they'll hit you from both sides and you'll die. And there are certain like dead zones that you can get in where an enemy can hit you, but you can't even touch the enemy. Um, and, and it's yeah. actually surprising Ooh. how quick it is to suddenly lose like you know six bars of health because you've been in the wrong position. There's also some very punishing uh, like on rails uh, levels, a la like the the bike level in Battletoads, that notorious level that's impossible to to to, to finish unless you're constantly pausing and and, and restarting. Uh, I wish I wish that there was a bit more modern in 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 game design i get what they were trying to do and they definitely succeed in making a game that definitely feels like a nest game but with you know the kevin smith wallpaper um which sure. also is definitely not every, up everyone's alley that's for sure but look i know what they're trying to do and they, they definitely achieve it um I, it just it was jarring going from uh, streets of rage 4 to silent jane silent bob mall brawl um but do you th- they- do, do you think it'd be any better if you were blazed as hell Mm. It would be a lot better to play with a second person. It's another. It's another brawler that would be so much fun to play with two people. Um, and I think sure. the the, le- the like you know having to restart the level from the beginning if a boss beats you would be less annoying if you were playing it with somebody because you know it is. It's like oh you, you take that guy, you take this guy. This guy's coming up. Like you know that that that's why these games are fun. Um, yeah. But like you know like the. The music is is very very like simplistic retro eight bit. Um, the 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 level design is not particularly clever at any point, um, but it is fun and there's a lot of kind of sweet references to uh, Kevin Smith's movies. If that's something that you're looking for, some of them are clever. Like at one point you fight the um, you know Ben Affleck's uh, angel character from uh, Dogma. He's one of the bosses, uh, but then others are like just fucking lame. Like you know. You walk past a carpet store called Rug Munches, and shit. Like oh boy, that. yeah. So like, and then at the end of each level, you get it goes like snooch to the booch, and you're like, oh man, why am I playing this? <laughs> does it but does I, it make any ref? Does it make any references to Kevin Smith's famous tweet? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you don't die. Your taint gets pwned. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. But yeah, look, I, I, I don't, definitely don't think it justifies its price. It was like, <clears throat> it was almost as expensive as Streets of Rage Four, which is like between twenty and thirty dollars. Um, and I definitely yeah. don't think it's worth that. But around the ten dollar mark, um, I'm, I'm more comfortable recommending this to a fan of, of, uh, of Kevin Smith's uh, uh, works and also eight bit games. I had to play it out of interest. <clears throat> you know, this, this is a week where uh, I played a Kevin Smith game and my 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 Guy Fieri Funko Pop arrived. So. You know, oh, it's one of those weeks where the kings deliver. It's been a big week for left. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. What else have you been playing? So, uh, so I've had a bit of a platformer week. Look, to be to, to be perfectly honest with you, I've been wailing on Mud Runner this week. Um, I don't know <laughs> Mud why. Mud Runner is I the, just... the the Russian truck game that John loves with all his heart. I do. There's a new, well. There's a new one out, Snow Runner, that um, I'm, I'm waiting to come to uh, Xbox Game Pass. But Fuck um, it up, yeah, Russia. for some reason, for some reason, I was just like. Man, I just really want to move some trucks around at the moment. So yeah, I have man. been going hard you. on that. But uh, apart from that, I have had a bit of a like. I've I've got I've three platformers I've been playing this fuck? week. Two, two of which I've finished. Um, what? The three of them. Who are you? <laughs> also, I'm, how has your uh, wife not uh, left you yet? <laughs> I'm you, apparently, um, or I've become you. Um, so the the first one was Unravel Two. Oh yeah, uh, the Big second fan of that first game. was is a the second was a fairly newish one called Ministry of Broadcast, and the third one, which I'm currently playing at the moment, I just bought yesterday or the day before, is called Hunt Down, which is very they're, newly released. They're all on Switch or um, on Xbox. These are all on Switch. I mean, cool. I think Unravel Two is on everything. Uh, no, no, Ministry just 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 Microsoft and um and. Uh... Oh no, I played it on PlayStation. You're right; it's, every, it's on everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've actually I've got it all here. Unravel Two, PlayStation Four, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and Windows. Um, so Unravel Two is it's one of the um, I think one of the almost flagship uh, of EA's indie games. That's right. Um, it's the sequel. It's the sequel to the first Unravel game, um, which I played you know, that on PS4, follow, uh, and I really loved it. And uh, it actually made me like tear up in at, at the end, very surprisingly. But it's a game where you control uh, uh, like a little yarn doll. His name is Yanni. I actually have a physical Yanni doll. Um, if you ever oh, nice. need something, to, if you ever need something to cuddle at night, let me know. Um, sure. But uh, yeah, he uh, and and you have to like you have to basically use his yarn to uh, traverse the uh, the space. It's fun, really sweet. So in this one, Yanni is back. And he has a partner with him now. At the beginning of the game, Yanni is being is being washed along in the sea, and he he washes up on a rock. And a little blue yarn figure comes out, and they touch the ends of their loose yarn together, and that bonds the two of them. So now you are playing as a duo instead of single. Uh, you then make your way through a little kind of platforming level um, in a forest until you get to a lighthouse, and the lighthouse then acts as a hub world. Um, right. So as you as you kind of move, you can move up and down the lighthouse, and various little portals open that take you to other levels. I don't, it was 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 Unravel One more linear than that? Yeah, very linear. Right. Yeah, so this is this is more like, and each of these little levels that you can teleport to, there is then like, you, once you finish it, you unlock another section that's like much more difficult, like more of a challenge oh, right. kind of level. Wow, so it seems like I really pl- kind of built this game up a lot. Yeah, I just I just played through the kind of like what I would loosely term story levels, um, and I don't again, I I it's weird I haven't played Unravel One. I've only played number two, but. The way the story is told is like kind of ghostly figures in the background, like act out a scene sort of thing. Yeah, and you as, kind of unlock as... memories in the first one. Yeah, this is this is like as you play through, you just see these these kind of like half formed figures in the background. They could be memories, they could be ghosts. I'm not sure. The overarching story seems to be two kids kind of like escaping from abusive adults. 
I didn't nec- I didn't find it as touching as the first one. Um, having, I mean, I haven't played the first one, but it just, <laughs> I kind of like the story was so like the way the story was told was so <clears throat> sometimes difficult to work out that what was going on that I think some of the impact was lost. Yeah, I don't know if like a uh, a mascot based platformer is the medium of choice to tell a story like that. Oh, oh, of course, of course. But yeah. I mean, what what I think like what I think really shone in this game was some of that like the puzzles that now surround having two yarnies running yep. around. Like there are definitely puzzles that require you to because you can like you can press a button and one yarny jumps on the other yarny's back and you play as one kind of little figure running around. But then occasionally there will be moments where it's like, okay, I got to split them up, and it might be like a series of platforms that are too far away for me to reach with a normal jump. But if I split into two yarnies, lower one of them on a piece of yarn, and then swing them back and forth, I can kind of like you can you can do sort of co-op like little challenges like that. Yeah, cool. Um, some of the some of the puzzles that they put together using mechanics around two of them are absolute brain strainers. Like I think there was one or two that I had to look up online just because I was like I don't I can't figure this one out, and then when I saw the solution I'd be like God damn it! They do have <laughs> a hint system. They do have a hint system where it's like there are three hints: one vague, one one a little bit more specific, and then they just tell you how to finish the puzzle. Mm-hmm. But even then, with the finish the puzzle one, sometimes it's not explained in a clear enough way for you to be like, okay, that's what I've got to do. Hey, how do you get to and that those, point? Sure. Yeah, those were the ones that I that I turned to the um, turned to the internet for. I picked this up on uh, in the current office section. I think for like a, a f- like seven bucks or something. Yeah, they, um, they reduce that one was, pretty frequently. Yeah, I think if if look if you're looking for a a, a platformer that is definitely like beautiful kind of um, beautiful design on it. Like it's it's you know running through these 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 forests and whatnot, they're very yeah, lush. They're very in- yeah. It's 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 really appealing to the eye. Um, also, weirdly enough, only on the last level do you get a double jump. And I was like, <laughs> why why didn't why didn't you give this to me a lot earlier? This is dope. Double jump. <laughs> like <laughs> double jump double jumps are great. Um, so yeah, look, if, if you're a platformer fan, it's definitely something that I would pick up if you see it on sale. Uh, the, the second one, Ministry of Broadcast. So Ministry of Broadcast is an adventure platformer that revolves around a, uh, a man, a, a redheaded guy. He is, he is often referred to by his hair color throughout the game. Mm-hmm. He is in a kind of dystopian, I dare say almost Soviet, um, world where uh basically a, a sort of a reality show um is is used as like he <clears throat> he's stuck behind a wall and he wants to get over the other side to see his wife and the only way that he can get the travel papers is to compete on this game show um <laughs> uh which it's is very sort of deliberately like, referencing 1984 right yes it's very very orwellian um uh yeah, inspired by George Orwell's novel 1984. Um, it's let me let me look at the wiki to get a better idea of the story. Um, oh, the player character yeah. named, named Orange must compete in a lethal reality show called The Wall Show. Orange goes through various levels full of traps and enemies that include guard dogs, must avoid hostile characters and traps that include spikes and piranhas and water, and come across puzzles that need to be solved, and can use other contestants to solve puzzles. Throughout, sounds like, like a game it, I would it, it like. Re- I, that's the thing. It's not, it's not a platformer in the way like Unravel 2 or Hollow Knight or any of the other platformers you used to are. It's a bit more like Prince of Persia. Okay. That's fine. Where like, you've got to, rather than just running and jumping, you need to like, the, the whole, the whole world is almost, how to put this? It's like you have little units of length that you, you walk or run across. So... You can't just run and then jump. You need to run to. You need to get to a specific place and then jump up to get up, so to mm-hmm. so to speak. Like if you're trying to reach a ledge above you, you can't just sprint and jump. You need to get to a certain point and then hit up or jump, and then he will jump up and grab the ledge. So there's a lot of timing puzzles that are kind of based around that. Um, <clears throat> the um, 
the over the over like you said a, a platformer is not necessarily the best way to tell a story and i think some of this kind of like it gets a little bit lost in its own self it has like a pretty crazy dream sequence um and um which kind of leaves you going like okay cool that happened what's what's exactly going on in the game and most of the game seems to be training for the game show not the game show at all uh and then it has a really heavy ending um right. you're actually like at the end you're given a choice uh you have two choices in terms of like how you want things to end and i chose one thing and had a really heavy ending and i'm curious as to whether it would be the other way like i i it kicks you back to the start of the game so i was like fuck i don't even get the chance to like save go back to a save point and and replay this end to see what the other ending is overall it was i i definitely enjoyed my time with it and it was compelling enough to to kind of get me to get to the end of it um there are some really interesting and cool puzzles throughout it a few moments where i kind of was like shit how do i solve like i i had to i had to watch through a six hour playthrough that someone did to find the bit that i was up to to like work out exactly what i needed to do kind of thing. Um, yep. But for the most part, a lot, of, a lot of the puzzles were, like, solvable if you just thought through it properly. Um, it's fairly new. Um, if you're absolutely gagging for something to play, I mean, it's got that very, very retro kind of 8-bit pixel art style to it. Um, yeah, I, I definitely, I, I enjoyed it, but... It's something that now that I've finished, I'm not like, oh, I'll go back and play that again. Yeah, it sounds like, I'm, interesting. I'm happy. It's a, it's a bummer that uh, it wasn't as captivating. I think the the whole the theme of it, the uh, the story, all sounds like totally weird and cool. Yeah, I mean, look, it's if if you are, I mean, in the unlikely chance that you are stuck for something to play, dive in definitely. If you see it on sale, definitely snap it up. I think it's worth a play. Uh, I think it was developed by uh, a Czech company called Ministry of Broadcast Studios. Okay. Um, yeah, so they that's exist for, to, to make this game. Yeah, I always find I always find it interesting when they when when a like it's like super hot games. Like yes, totally. They just they just exist to make super hot apparently. But it's yeah, like I they think came up, you, they came if, up the idea for this game when they saw a video about the Berlin Wall. Yep. All right. That that checks out. Um, yeah. So I think if you see if you see this in the current office section, definitely snap it up. It's it's an interesting game to play. Um, it's on Windows, Mac, and Switch. Thank you. And then the third one, the one that I've just been playing at the moment, is called Hunt Down. Now Hunt Down uh, by Swedish studio. Um, let me let me bring it up here. It's Easy, by Trigger, Easy Games. Trigger Games. And published by Coffee Stain. And Coffee Stain actually have some pretty cool games on their roster. They did Deep Rock Galactic. They're responsible for the the Goat Simulator franchise. Oh, uh, okay, which, cool. Uh, which is, is fun and interesting. Um, if, if not, can be a little annoying. They actually they published a game that I really like called A Story About My Uncle, which I think I've spoken about on the podcast. It's a first-person sort of platformer game. Um if you're listening to this, Coffee Stain Studios, please bring a story about my uncle to the Switch. I would absolutely <laughs> love to play that on my Switch. I have it on my PC, but my PC is a piece of shit. Um, yeah, so they're they're a pretty good publisher. They've got some cool stuff under their belt so far. Um, but yeah, Easy Trigger Games. Hunt Down is a, like a, a really hard-boiled arcade experience i think they actually did release on arcade um oh mad it's definitely on playstation 4 nintendo switch xbox one mac uh linux windows etc um so the year is 20 xdx you know your, your classic your classic future trope um and in a world that is ruled by corporations and criminal gangs you are a bounty hunter who, who like, does jobs to bring these criminal gangs to justice. There are three characters you can play as. There's Anaconda, who's the female character. There's a cyborg character whose name I cannot remember. And then there's, like, a straight-up robot called Mo-Man for some reason. 
Um, so it's like a super hammy cyberpunk shoot 'em up. Yeah, pretty much like a, a, a like a very a very bloody, very action oriented platformer shoot 'em up. Essentially, dude, this looks rad. Um, I'm like watching the trailer for it now. It looks like it looks like you have like it almost kind of reminds me of um, uh, what was that uh, Devolver game where you played all the action heroes? Um, Broforce. Broforce. Yeah, I mean it's it's not massively Broforcey, but it's definitely like. <clears throat> it clearly let, it takes a lot of joy in being as hammy as it can be about this cyberpunk setting. It looks um, so much fun. I'm 100% getting this game. This looks unreal. Yeah, I, I've been playing it thinking like Levens would really enjoy this. So each kind of like, each sort of section, you're you're hired to take on a gang. So the first gang you take on is like the Hoodlum Dolls. And they're your classic kind of like 80s sci-fi cyberpunky like everyone has neon mohawks and strange makeup and that kind of thing. <clears throat> and then each... So there is a main boss that you'll need to take on, but before that you need to fight your way through a series of levels taking on other bounty targets. And each of those bounty targets is sort of like a little boss level in and of itself. Um, and they're really... They're, they're, they're boss levels that are that kind of like super satisfying... 80s, early 90s, arcade style, like, they have very distinct attack patterns, so you kind of learn the attack patterns as you go, and, um, and, and yeah, once you kind of get into the swing of it, it feels really satisfying to take down these bosses. I always, I mean, it always takes me a bunch of lives, but hey, that's just, that's, that's how the game goes. That's um, how the cookie crumbles. That Indeed. Uh, and, um... I'm up to the second gang now called the Misconducts, and they're hockey-themed. Um, and I'm really looking forward to finding out who are the other gangs that I'm I'm kind of being sent to take down. But yeah, if you're looking for just like a really dumb, fun, platforming experience that's fairly challenging as well, I cannot recommend Hunt Down enough. It's been, yeah, it's been really great playing this game. Absolutely getting this game. Uh, it, looks, it looks like a ton of fun. Uh, my kind of shit for sure. Sweet, and that's that's been uh, that's been mine for the been, for the you've week. You've been busy, dude. You've been busy. Yeah, worrying, dude. Worrying, I've been worrying about your, your 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 wife, just you know, like alone in her room, waiting for you to come and you know <laughs> say a few words. Maybe you know, uh, just duck maybe, my head maybe, in maybe, and yell, "I'm playing games." <laughs> maybe play play a few rounds of Just Dance. Teach her how to um, do all the moves for a Rasputin by Boney M. I think she'd really appreciate that. <laughs> Is that the only song on Just Dance? It's the only song that matters. It's the only song I can get six stars on. Therefore, it's every, all the other songs suck. Not me. It's them. Right. Um, um, well done on all your gaming achievements. I'm, I'm, I'm envious. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm, I hope you get some time to play Hunt Down. Yeah, I'm going to hunt some time down and then shoot it in the face. Um, so that is it for this episode of All the Small Games. If you want to get in touch with us, you can. All the Small Games podcast. Wait, All the Small Games at gmail.com is our email address. And we are on Twitter at All the Small Game. On Facebook at facebook.com slash All the Small Games. John is on Twitter and Instagram at 16 Tacos. And I am at Levdog, L E V D A W G. We are part of the Sands Pants Network. And I have four other, po- three other podcasts on the Sands Pants Network. Um, including one about food called The Mitchin, one about uh, pop culture and video games called Hey Fam, and another one called Serious Issues, which is all about comic books. I'm currently recording minimum five podcasts a week, and uh, I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> it's a, it's a good way to stay sane during quarantine. Just get out sure. there, hide in my office, talk to ch- catch up with a friend, talk about bullshit. It's a good time. Um, so hopefully, yeah, I'm, our, I'm, hopefully our conversations I'm, are getting you through this as well. I really want to go in on the latest Mitchin one. That looks great with Alexi Toliopoulos. Yeah, so we uh, we did the Mitchin is normally like a food and restaurants podcast, but since all the restaurants are closed right now, we did an episode all about the best movies about food, um, and we got uh, film expert Alexi Toliopoulos from the podcast um, Total Reboot, which is also a Sans Pants Radio podcast. And uh, yeah, um, it, it was actually like a super fun, very long episode going through the good and bad in uh, movies about food. Um, yeah, it was a ton of fun. I've also been on like various episodes of Plumbing the Death Star and Thumb Cramps to other Sans Pants radio podcasts, um, and that's been a lot of fun too. Just the Sans Pants, yeah. they're good guys. Yeah, when all, big when shout all out. this is, I'll know that this is over when they all come back up to Sydney again, and I can get blind drunk with them 
and not pay a cent. Yes, <laughs> yes, de- definitely. That was real fun the last time. Um, thank you so and- much for listening to all the small games, and we will see you again in two weeks. Uh, get in touch with us. Let us know what you've been playing and recommend some stuff because the only reason this podcast actually exists is so John can play games that I don't want to spend money on to begin with and then tell me if they're good enough for me to play too. But also, <laughs> you can be John for John and you can play was, the games that he can't afford. <laughs> I was I was unaware of my role in this. We did it's been a, we it, did not dis- we did not discuss this. Um, let's go out <laughs> I with we were uh, equals here, you bastard. Let's go out now with a uh, a hot track from Streets of Rage 4, a game we should all be playing. Kick some butt this yeah. week and we'll see you very soon. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.